Sarita. Hey, this is Saili and you're tuned into the morning show only on CHMA 106.9 FM in Sackville, New Brunswick, the voice of the marshes. Hello and welcome to Tantramar Report on CHMA 106.9 FM and chmafm.com. We're broadcasting from Sackville, New Brunswick, the heart of the Maritimes, on the traditional and unceded lands of the Mi'kmaq people. I'm Erica Butler. It's Friday, June 9th. On today's show... This is something that is easy to implement. It doesn't require additional staff or additional funding. And I think it's an important way that we can support trans kids and their families. That's Sackville parent Patricia Kelly Spurls talking about Policy 713, which for the past few years has required teachers to use the preferred names and pronouns of their students without requiring parental consent. On Thursday, Education Minister Bill Hogan announced changes to the policy. We'll hear more from Kelly Spurls as well as Hogan, Liberal Opposition Leader Susan Holt, and Memram Cook Tanchamar MLA Megan Mitten coming up shortly, right after some local business news. Wild Carnivore Pet Store has announced it will not be moving into the old Mel's Tea Room space on Bridge Street. Owner Sarah Honey shared the news on Thursday. The store will now be opening up the road at 95 Bridge Street, adjacent to the NC Fit Sackville Gym. Honey says she and her partner, Diego Mora, will be setting up shop in the next few weeks with a goal of opening on July 7th. There's no word yet from Mel's Tea Room owners, John Ernst and Tyler Gay, about a future tenant for the vacant diner space. Wild Carnivore is moving to 95 Bridge Street, and last month, previous tenants, UA Honey and Beekeeping Supplies, moved out. UA Honey is now located in the old Cattail Ridge building on Stevens Drive, just off TransCanada Exit 506. UA Honey opened up on Stevens Drive in May and say they will be carrying a variety of products in addition to the honey and beekeeping supplies, such as pet food and poultry feed. Now for today's main story. Sackville parent Patricia Kelly Spurls is spending Friday on the front lawn of the legislature, waiting for her chance to meet and talk with Education Minister Bill Hogan about his recently announced changes to New Brunswick's Policy 713. Hogan released his changes in a news conference yesterday morning and immediately took criticisms in the legislature, most notably from Liberal leader Susan Holt, Memram Cook Tanchamar MLA Megan Mitten, and eight members of his own party who sat out of the legislature, citing concerns over the policy changes. Hogan outlined three areas of change, with the most significant being in the requirement for teachers to use students' preferred names and pronouns. The original policy, 713, requires that school staff use a student's preferred first name and pronouns consistently in ways the student has requested. But Hogan's revision limits this requirement to only students 16 and over. Hogan told reporters that he felt the original policy was fundamentally wrong because it did not require parents to be notified of preferred name name changes in kids under 16. Under the policy as it currently stands, if an elementary student changes their gender and ident- their gender identity and name, the school is required to make a plan to support the change at school. But it is, in essence, hidden from parents unless the child gives permission to share that with them. We believe that is fundamentally wrong to not share this information with, with parents if we are using it on a daily basis. It puts teachers in a really challenging position when we recognize that teachers 
hold a position of public trust. We understand that the impact on a child's mental health uh, is significant and that we need the support from our partners and our stakeholders in education, which primarily are our parents. We must respect parents and the role that they play in their child's life in education. Parents are in the best position to support their child through the majority of life changes, like a change in, in gender identity. Hogan told reporters he would not be requiring teachers to out children, but if children 15 and under wanted their teachers to use their preferred names at school, they would need parental consent. The revised policy also adds a direct reference to resources for kids who aren't ready to disclose to their parents through school social workers and counselors. In question period at the legislature, Liberal leader Susan Holt asked Hogan to clarify and explain the policy change, and in response, Hogan doubled down on his talking points of the day, including parents' rights and also teachers' positions of public trust, which he indicated would be violated if teachers withheld information from from parents about their children's preferred names. Can the minister clarify how a teacher is expected to refer to an under 16-year-old gender non-conforming student tomorrow? Minister of Education, Early Childhood Development. Well, I thank Member Opposite again, the leader of the op official opposition, for uh, bringing, raising this important point about, uh, you know, the rights of families and what and how we need to work with families and and how we need to involve them in their children's education and work with them together. Um, the policy uh, changes that were announced this morning come into effect on July 1st, which is the beginning of the new school year. It's incredibly important not to put teachers in a challenging position where they're going to do something that's contrary to the wishes of the parent and thereby violate their position of public trust. So as a professional myself, I take that very serious part about being in a position of public trust, because that is an extremely high standard to maintain. That's Education Minister Bill Hogan speaking yesterday in the New Brunswick Legislature. Member of Cook Tanchamar MLA Megan Mitten told Hogan he was putting teachers in the position of misgendering their students or dead naming them, using a previously given or non-preferred name. Here's Mitten in exchange with Hogan during question period. Mr. Speaker, the Minister of Education says he doesn't want to put teachers in challenging positions, yet this new policy seems like it will put teachers in the challenging position where they will have to dead name and misgender students if they do not have their parents' consent. The harm this will cause is absolutely unacceptable. Let me repeat this. It will cause serious harm to 2S LGBTQ plus students. Students need to feel safe around their teachers and being dead named and misgendered is not the way to create a safe school environment for some of our most vulnerable students. The best interest of the child should always be paramount when making any of these decisions. It clearly isn't here. Why is the minister putting 2S LGBTQ plus lives at risk by insisting that they be dead named and misgendered? The Minister of Education, Early Childhood Development. Uh, thank you, Mr. Speaker, and thank you to the member opposite for the question. Uh, I don't believe that I'm putting anybody's life at risk, uh, and, and I don't think that uh, understanding what a position of public trust means and how challenging that is for teachers, that we want to put teachers in that position. It's, uh, it's extremely important to continue to create safe spaces for our LGBTQ plus students, teachers, parents, 
But at the same time, we need to respect parent rights. We need to respect parent choices. We need to involve them, and we want to involve them all the time in their children's education. This is just another step, but we're, gonna, we're, we're not going to out them, but we're going to support them at the same time. Thank you. The member from Member Pope, Chancellor Mark. Mr. Speaker, what is this minister even talking about? Has he listened to any of the experts? Has he listened to anyone in Pride and Education, the Child and Youth Advocate, the Women's Council, all of the Pride groups, all of the, the trans and non-binary students, their parents, who are saying their lives are at risk? This is absolutely unacceptable. And I really hope that everyone in this House, including on that side, will stand up against this nonsense. It's beyond nonsense. It's harmful. There are lives at risk. I can't even believe that the minister would stand up and say he, does, saying he doesn't think lives are at risk. I've heard of, of youth who are at risk, who, are, who have self-harmed, who, who are afraid. And this minister does not care at all about their, their rights, the LGBTQ plus rights. Why does the minister insist on putting their lives at risk by deadnaming and misgendering them? That's Member Cook Tanchamar, MLA Megan Mitten, and Minister of Education Bill Hogan speaking yesterday during question period in the New Brunswick Legislature. Patricia Kelly Spurls was listening closely to the discussion in the legislature on Thursday. Kelly Spurls is a parent to a 14-year-old trans kid who started using their chosen name and pronouns a few years ago during the time that Policy 713 was brought in. Kelly Spurls says she has concerns about the changes to the policy section on self-identification. I'm concerned that without having the provincial policy support children's choice and right to use the name and pronouns that feel right to them. It'll be left up to individual teachers, um, you know, feelings of the day. And also that children, children in school, but also trans people, you know, who aren't in school won't feel that these, um, that these choices are legitimate and supported by the government, by the educational system, and by the public. Okay. So one of the main people's are one of the main things that people are concerned about is you know preventing harm to kids. So I wonder if you could explain a bit what do we mean by what kind of harm are we talking about? Well, the harm that I'm most concerned about is the risk of suicide and of suicidal ideation, which is you know wishes to commit suicide or thinking about suicide. Um, the research shows that trans kids are more likely to consider suicide than non-trans kids. Uh, and having even one context in which they can use their chosen name and pronouns decreases their risk of suicidal ideation by 29%. This is something that is easy to implement. It doesn't require additional staff or additional funding. And I think it's an important way that we can support trans kids and their families. You, you, you sort of mentioned that you are not sure why 
this policy is being reviewed and and you're not sure it should be, I guess, debated in a political forum right now. How would you like to see this, you know, addressed? Yeah, well, I think education, you know, like pretty much any other field has a you know, a body of professionals that do research and are engaged in practice. And rather than having these decisions made by political caucuses, um, I'd like to see the decisions made by people who are involved in the field, who are experts in that area. That's a Sackville parent, Patricia Kelly Spurls, who is spending today in Fredericton on the front lawn of the legislature, waiting to speak to Education Minister Bill Hogan about his recently announced changes to Policy 713. The revisions will lift the requirement for teachers to call students under 16 by their preferred names and pronouns. Kelly Spurls and other critics say that could increase risks of harm to trans kids. Kelly Spurl says she will be back at the lawn of the legislature while it's in session until Minister Hogan is able to speak with her about Policy 713. That's it for Tanchamar Report for this Friday, June 9th. Thanks to the local donors who support the station and the Local Journalism Initiative for funding local news reporting throughout Canada. Get in touch with CHMA News anytime at news at chmafm.com. I'm Erica Butler. Thanks for listening. And now the weather. Today, mainly cloudy with 60% chance of showers. Fog patches dissipating earlier this morning. High 14, UV index 6 or high. Tonight, mainly cloudy with 60% chance of showers. Fog patches developing near midnight, low of 18. Tomorrow, Friday. Win big each week. For just a toonie, the Rotary Club of Sackville offers you a chance to participate in the gold mine. This is a weekly lottery where the winner gets 50% of the proceeds and the other 50% goes toward gold mine expenses and the funding of community and international projects. You can pick up the gold mine registration forms at a variety of participating retailers. For a list of locations or for more information, visit the Rotary Club's website at sackvillerotary.ca. The Drew Nursing Home in Sackville is looking for volunteer drivers for the Meals to Seniors program. Meals are provided at noon from Monday to Friday to clients in Sackville and surrounding areas. If interested in volunteering, call Food Service Manager Donna at 506-364-4909. That's 506-364-4909. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back. I'm your host, Craig, and you're listening to The Morning Show. It's currently 9.15, and yeah, we're about to get into it. So let me give you just a quick weather update on what um, 
the forecast is like and what we see or what we expect so it's currently 11 degrees celsius outside and um, it's mainly cloudy with 60 percent chance of showers fog patches dissipating this morning a high of 13 uv index of six or high and tonight will also be mainly cloudy with 60 percent chance of showers and fog patches developing near midnight and the low of eight so on saturday mainly cloudy with 30% chance of showers in the morning and early in the afternoon. Clearing late in the afternoon, fog patches dissipating in the morning and high of 15 except 10 along parts of the coast and we have a UV index of 6 or high. And 6 or high. And Saturday night, <laughs> Saturday night uh, is cloudy with 30% chance of showers at the low of 12. And Sunday is... Uh, uh, a mix of sun and cloud with 30% chance of showers, a high of 21. Sunday night, we are clear in the skies uh, with a low of 13. So, yes, uh, that's just a quick, quick local uh, weather update, a quick local weather update. So, since it's Friday, I thought I would bring to you some great tunes, some good, good, great tunes that I uh, have come up with and I hope you like them as I mix off, you know, uh, R&B, uh, you know, um, yeah, just some tunes that I enjoy listening to here. So yeah, here we go. First of all, we have Frozen by Tamara.
Frozen by Tamara and oh, such, 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 such lovely, lovely, lovely songs. Uh, yeah, so they're just uh, my picks, my favorite R&B picks. So we might have uh, a bit of our um, Afro beats here and there. And yeah, so that was Guai um, by Luna Ao. Coming up, uh, we have Nobody's Fool by Brace Tracks and Father Dude and Toby. But before that, before that, uh, let me just give you a quick um, local announcement. A quick local announcement that we have here uh, is that we have the Mountain Highland Games. So, experience an exciting and fun-filled weekend at the Greater Mountain Highland Games and Scottish Festival from June 13th to 17th. This festival will feature solo piping and drumming competitions, Highland dancing, maritime sword show single stick touch and run a variety of food vendors and so much more most events will take place at the how bad sportsplex in mountain at 250 assumption boulevard and for more information visit www.mountainhighlandgames.com that's mountainhighlandgames.com and I'm well on that topic. We have um, the Campbell Carriage Factory Museum grand opening. So, did you know that the Campbell Carriage Factory in Sackville is one of two remaining carriage factories in 
all of North America. With over 6,000 artifacts, this factory site at 19 Church Street is one of Sackville's main historical attractions. Celebrate the grand opening of the Campbell Carriage Factory Museum on Sunday, June 18th from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Stop in to enjoy a barbecue games blacksmithing demonstration plant sale tours uh, through the museum and much much more bring your dad for a father's day afternoon and check out the brand new carriage shed so food is by donation and for more information visit Tantrum www.tantrumheritage.ca uh, or call 506 536 2541. That's 506 536 2541. So, yes, that's what we have on June 18th. So, uh, it's currently 926, um, almost halfway through, uh, sure. But, yeah, coming up is, as I announced, Nobody's Fool by Brace Tracks. Semesters, I attended every lecture, stressed the press, my head was restless, wrestling Dr. Jekyll with hype. A leap of faith accepted in flight. He reaching for the moon, that's where the stretch of his spine. No telling what you can handle when a level of passion is high. Don't you know we love the pressure? Guess that makes me
on your side, so stay up If he don't say the right thing Or don't touch you enough Just got off the inner 